up, fellow nerds? Welcome back to the table. It is me, your host, the heartthrob, Antonio Padilla. And with me, as always, is my boy, Cliff Miller, the red dog. Say what's up, Cliff. What's up, what's up? That's right, there he is. And uh, Swag's not with us today. I was hoping he would be, because he was supposed to give us his review of that beta that he reported on last time. But he's uh, he's still playing it, so <laughs> hopefully we'll get a very in-depth review <laughs> the next time he's on. Uh, I hope he's I hope he's enjoying it. Although clearly he is. If he didn't, if he couldn't peel him, himself away from it, <laughs> right? Yep, yep. So it's it's good, you know. Um, we kind of joked about this before we even started recording, but it's kind of been a, a light news week this week. But we're gonna, you know, we're gonna we're gonna do what we can with what we have. Although a lot of big stuff dropped uh, today. <laughs> today of all like this is it, it's one of those things where normally something like this would drop right after we record but we got lucky today the universe decided to take pity on us and gave us uh threw us a bone before we recorded so i mean so it is friday the that. 13th so it is friday the 13th that's oh i forgot i was gonna say something about that and I forgot. Yeah, it, happy friday the 13th as of this recording it is september 13th so yeah Happy yeah, Murder Jason Day. That's right. Uh, <laughs> I did, I posted on almost all my uh, social media accounts today a picture of me with my uh, my Freddy Krueger glove. It's like Happy Friday the Thirteenth, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's the wrong character, but I'm a Freddy guy, so <laughs> that's just what I do. It's not it's weird, how many people you kill; the, uh... it's the quality of the kills. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I did watch the I did watch Friday the Thirteenth yesterday, and the thing was I didn't even realize today was Friday the Thirteenth. I was just in the mood. Weird, <laughs> weird coincidence. <laughs> but yeah, so so yeah, man, it's 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 yeah, Friday the Thirteenth. We got lucky. Maybe that's the the universe telling us, hey, we're gonna we're gonna give you a bone, and they did. So thank you. <laughs> All right. So uh, before we get started, remember we are. Uh, Remember to stay hydrated, folks. Water, drink it. It's good for you, <laughs> as always. So uh, let's get started, Cliff. Man, we got some trailers. A lot of them you just watched before the show. So. <laughs> Literally, right before we started. It's pretty fresh. Yeah, so he's he's got some hot takes. Let's get into it. Man. Oh, before we get into those, um, I did want to mention just real quick. We did get a, a, a new tease. For Mr. Robot, it was a quick 40-second clip. Um, uh, for anybody who, who watches the show and is looking forward to the final season, it, it's pretty crazy because it gives you an idea of what to expect when Mr. Robot himself is talking to us, the audience, because Elliot is so far off the deep end. That's pretty intense. <laughs> I wasn't expecting it, but yeah, it was pretty cool. Uh, so yeah, that came out. It was pretty awesome. If you haven't seen it, check it out. Now, for... What we really got, like big trailers, big huge trailers. Like I said, Cliff just watched these before we started recording, so he's got he's got it all fresh in his mind. Uh, we got the we got a new trailer for Watchmen, which is premiering October twentieth on HBO. Uh, let's get into it, Cliff. There was a lot to break down in this new trailer. What did you think of it? What were some standouts and um, yeah, some of your favorite moments? What did you What did you think of this trailer? I'm I'm super hyped to see uh regina in this it's she's yeah, regina King. she's amazing 
and I just mm-hmm. I can't wait. So yeah, Regina King. Um, it was really cool because we got more uh, of Don Johnson, which yeah. shout outs shout outs to eighties brought back to Miami Vice. I was hyped. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's right, man. Like we we said this when the first trailer came out. It's like I've never been so excited for Don Johnson in my entire life, which is a weird thing to say, but <laughs> but like he's he's killing it, man. It looks like he's killing it. I can't wait to see it, man. Yeah, no doubt. Um, then. You know, we saw Regina obviously in a limo or in a mm-hmm. vehicle talking about how yeah. she wears the mask, you know, and she says to protect herself, which mm-hmm. that's cool. Um, but that mask that they were like revealing um, in the interrogation scene was yeah. dumb fly. I need that. I don't know why. I need that in my life, like immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, the costume design on this show looks incredible like it, it, it i know this this series isn't based on anything like pre i mean of course it's a sequel to the original watchmen but like they're nailing it like it all looks like it could be in that same universe which is something that really excites me. it's funny i'm actually working on something right now that uh uh so you remember the last trailer we got we saw people wearing the like this weird like dr manhattan day celebration yeah. I'm actually I'm I'm making one of those Dr. Manhattan masks. It's super simple. Like I figured it out just by looking at screen caps and I was like, "Oh, I can just make one of those." And I I I started working on it today. It's almost finished. Uh I will be revealing it on my Instagram when it's done. So, you know, follow uh, follow me on Instagram if you want to see it. That's lit. But yeah, man, like yeah, it, this this show looks amazing, man. I can't wait to see. It. And I never would have said that because like i was always a watchman purist where it's like just leave the original alone you know like i i didn't like when they did the before watchman comic books i don't i honestly don't think i've ever even read any of those um i did get on board with doomsday clock and dc rebirth for some weird reason i guess because it was jeff johns and i i trust him and i've been enjoying that really well um a lot so yeah man i'm on board with this show i think it looks really good and the story that they've sort of revealed i don't know if you saw cliff they also released like a behind the scenes uh sneak peek earlier in the week no i didn't kind of broke down yeah yeah if you haven't um check it out it's pretty cool because it reveals a bit more about the story for the series like the that weird um rorschach militia is they're called the seventh cavalry and they're actually like the bad guys <laughs> they're oh. like a, a like a terrorist group well wow. which is crazy and they're actually the one they're the reason why police officers like regina king's character have to wear masks um, well, to protect their families and what. yeah yeah it's crazy it's crazy <laughs> um so yeah man like the this show like i was not a big fan of Damon Lindelof prior to this, but like he seems to know what he's doing with this property. So, yeah, man, I can't wait. To see. What were some What were some other moments that really stood out to you from this trailer? Uh, I'm trying to, because there's like mad explosions and stuff like that all over the place, and I'm a big fan. Yeah, uh, <laughs> actually, I had just asked you this question prior to us getting getting on. Uh, Artie, mm-hmm. Artemis. Yeah. Arch- Archimedes. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was cool to see. I was like, <laughs> "Oh, he's back!" <laughs> yeah, 
That was awesome. Like, he, we even got to see the flamethrower again, which was cool. That was such a badass <sighs> scene. Yeah. <laughs> I think those yeah, are, like, I, I, the bigger points I picked out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 you know, I, I, I don't really know what else to say, man. I just the show looks great. I can't wait for it to 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 come out. October twentieth on HBO. Right. Um. Yeah. So, do you have anything else to say about the the Watchmen trailer, Cliff? No, I just can't wait for the first episode to come out. I'm going to be dead honest. Um, it's you know Regina Hall, man. Like you got to support her. She's too fly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I. Uh, yeah, I I love her. She's she's fantastic. So, yeah, and I'm really excited that she's sort of the she's our lead character in the show. So that's that's awesome. can't wait. Uh, and then the other trailer we got again, Cliff just saw it before we started recording. So um, we got a new trailer for The Lighthouse, which is a, a movie we've been talking about on this podcast for a while now. Oh, this new trailer, so dope, man! Like I, I the first time I saw it, man, I I had kind of the same reaction you did cliff where i was like what the oh my god this is gonna be so awesome so yeah if you haven't seen it please check it out it looks amazing cliff i, I mean tell tell the people because i already I, like i heard your reactions <laughs> to the trailer <laughs> but tell the people out there what you thought of this trailer no it's just crazy because it's only like a minute 40 long it's not long at all mm-hmm. and then um mm-hmm. what we ended up seeing was like you know, obviously Robert Pattinson showing up, asking what happened to mm-hmm. the last ha- lighthouse in Keeper, mm-hmm. Keeper in. Anyway, so um, we uh, you know, he said uh, William Defoe, who's there with full beard and everything. He was talking about how the last person went mad, and he mm-hmm. was just like, okay. And then William Defoe just kind of starts the whole thing, just like, what, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're just like. I, I'm I'm already being driven insane, and you've only said that word yeah. twice. <laughs> yeah, exactly, man. Like you nailed it. You hit the the nail right on the head. Like the, these trailers, like do a really good job of setting up the atmosphere for this movie. Like it's super minimalist. Like, uh, and Cliff, you pointed this out to me. Like there are only three cast members listed for the whole movie. And we've only seen uh, Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson in these trailers. Right. It, so, like, the, the movie is, like, super minimalist. And, like, like you know, I mentioned uh, when we talked about the first trailer, it's, like, old school 1930s, uh, black and white, like, again, super minimalist uh, suspense slash horror. But, like, like you were saying, man, like, they, they really get across the idea of, like, these two guys just descending into madness. And I mean, it, it's, it, oh, it's just so, it's so engaging. God, God. Did you, is it just me or was there like a very large tentacle going through at yes. one scene? Yes. I saw that. Yeah. It looked like a, uh, it looked like an arm with like, yeah, like, like a tentacle of some sort moving across i don't know if it was like a grate or a window or something but yeah you definitely saw something like that a fucking kraken is loose Mm -hmm. (laughs) well remember i told i i I pointed out there is a mermaid tail in one of the posters right 
who knows what we're gonna see in this movie <laughs> so it's, yeah it's gonna be wild i can't wait to find out can't wait to find out but yeah it's it's interesting because um we didn't talk about this but like i guess the the lighthouse screened they had some screenings already and people are praising uh both willem dafoe and robert pattinson their performances in the movie specifically i read um well, and it's funny because, like, all right, we're going to get into it. So the Robert Pattinson was recently in a movie that also premiered at some of these same film festivals called The King. And whew, people were not uh, were not very nice in regards to his performance in that movie. <laughs> and I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I kind of gave him a jab or two online. It's funny. um uh, friend of the show and uh, guest of the show, international best-selling author Ella Dominguez. Her and I kind of had a, a little back and forth on that whole thing. Uh, it was fun. It, if you find it on my Twitter page, it's it's like I'm trying to find it so I can read it to you. I'm going through my Twitter right now, but um, yeah. So her and I had a back and forth, and it's literally just uh, her and I replying to each other in uh, gifs. So so yeah yeah. I just went right past it. Where is it? While I'm trying to find it, Cliff, did you did you watch It Chapter Two yet? No, I haven't seen It Chapter Two just yet. I have to prepare myself. Remember, like you're talking to the guy who, like, it took me 13 yeah. years just to watch well, it. <laughs> Fun fact for our fans out there, it took me 13 years to watch it the first time, and then it mm-hmm. took me another 13 years to watch it the second time. So, yeah, you could say that. Yeah. All right, right. I, I found it. I found it. Yeah. So, the tweet here from uh, Richard Lawson, he said, I wish I could have recorded the sound my audience made when Pattinson first started speaking in his branch accent. I think he won everybody over by the end because he's just so committed to its terribleness. Now, <laughs> I retweeted that, um, but I, 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 I also said, uh, the guy starred in five Twilight movies. Of course he can commit to terribleness. And that's when Ella came at me hard. So <laughs> if you find that on my Twitter, like just read the, 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 the replies. It's just her and I going at it in, in GIFs just something i wanted to point out but um but yeah so he got some pretty some pretty negative reviews for his performance in that film but after the lighthouse uh here we go i've got these tweets after the lighthouse had their their screening people were just complete opposite like they were praising him and willem dafoe it's it's hard to go toe-to-toe in the crazy department with willem dafoe but robert pattinson does it with ease in the lighthouse their performances are amazing. This movie is a triumph in filmmaking. That was from Jason. I'm not even going to try and pronounce his last name. <laughs> so, you know, forgive me. Um, and then another one from, again, I have no idea how to. Igor. Whatever. I can't. I'm not even going to try. Uh, the Lighthouse is absolutely bonkers with Robert Pattinson and Willem Dafoe going straight up mad on a whole new level. That would make The Shining blush. It's also cinema at its most breathtakingly beautiful. So, 
yeah. I mean, uh, I bring this up because, you know, Robert Pattinson is going to be our new Batman. And, you know, like, again, on the show, I've said some not so nice things about the guy in the past. Um, but, like, I, I bring this up because it's like, this just shows that he can go, when it comes to Robert Pattinson, it can go either way. Like, it can, it could be terrible, but it could also be really awesome. So, you know, I'm still, I'm still reserving judgment <laughs> until we see his performance. So, yeah, that, that, that's sort of, that's sort of a little detour that I'll take. No. Uh, yeah, so, oh, what's up, man? I was going to say, no. Very, very fine because I 100% agree with you that when it comes to Robert Pattinson films, mm-hmm. it's a flip of the coin. And that's why, like, on Batman, I'm like, oh, God, just let on heads. Please don't let on scratched up heads. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I can't. Yeah. I can't. No, do and, this. <laughs> yeah. And that's what I mean. Like, and that's why I'm, like I said, I took, I took a jab at him when sort of his negative reviews came out. But then at the same time, I'll retweet when people are praising because it it's like it, it could go either way, guys. It really can, and I'm not gonna pander to one side or the other. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, be me until we know until, like I said, until we see a trailer and we see what he's doing with the character. So, yeah, man, I don't. But I mean, this movie, The Lighthouse specifically, like this movie looks, the trailers look incredible, and from what I've been reading online about the film itself it sounds like it's going to be nothing short of uh a movie miracle so yeah hats off man i can't wait to see this movie this comes out in october as well so october is going to be loaded yes it's going to be loaded it's going to be stacked uh i was telling cliff right before we recorded man like i'm gonna have to get a day planner and like really plan out my month (laughs) because there's so much stuff coming out in october i have no idea how I'm going to get to it all, but I'm going to, I'm going to make an effort to definitely check out everything that's happening. Then. What about you, Cliff? You excited for this movie? Are you excited for the lighthouse? Bro, I'm just excited for October. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Like we have the lighthouse yeah. Terminator comes mm-hmm. out November 1st. There's mm-hmm. God, Joker comes out. Joker. God, I mean, just like, there's so mm-hmm. many awesome movies coming out. But more importantly, yes, I'm super hyped about The Lighthouse. And it was weird because I was watching it at first and I was like, I don't fucking get it. But then and the more <laughs> I kept watching, I was like, I don't fucking get it. But I really <laughs> like it. <laughs> so yeah. I'm I'm all in on it. Yeah, man, believe me, I, I felt the same. Uh, like that first trailer I saw, I was like, what is this? But like you know, like you get to the end of the fir- that first trailer, it's like I really like it. I'm not sure what it is, but I'm into it. <laughs> so yeah, man, I feel you. But like this latest trailer, man, like uh, if if it's just Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson going insane for like two hours, <laughs> if it's anything like this trailer, I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in. Can't wait to see it cannot wait to see it yeah and then so um this is a pretty pretty great segue speaking of robert pattinson and batman we got some confirmation from uh todd phillips himself and uh, the fact that he had to comment on this just shows how stupid people are because i've been saying this ever since this movie was first announced 
Uh, I said it on this very show a couple of times. But Todd Phillips confirmed that Joaquin Phoenix's Joker will not cross over with Robert Pattinson's Batman or any other DC property. Uh, this is from a an article from Variety.com. Uh, and it, the headline states, Todd Phillips says Joaquin Phoenix's Joker won't meet Robert Pattinson's Batman. Uh, the article goes on to say, Director Todd Phillips isn't optimistic when it comes to a future meeting between Joaquin Phoenix's Joker and Robert Pattinson's recently announced Batman. Quote, no, definitely not, he told Variety when asked if the pair would appear in a future film together. Although that doesn't mean Joker will be the last film to feature the DC Superman. Quote, oddly, it states, uh, oddly in the States, comic books are our Shakespeare, it seems, and you can do many, many versions of Hamlet, Phillips said. There will be many more Jokers, I'm sure, in the future. Uh, let's see. Because, I'm, you know, he said... Um, I mean, the, the, this article, this interview is pretty crazy because he talks about, like, how a lot of the, the stuff that Joaquin Phoenix did on set and, you know, his performance and whatnot. And, but, you know, I, again, the, the, the main thing here, the reason why I wanted to cover this on the show is because, like, like I said... Before it's like I I was telling everybody it's like no this isn't this isn't gonna set up any sort of crossover or any new franchise like like the 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 whole reason I guarantee you the whole reason why Joaquin Phoenix signed on was because he knew this was a one and done this was a one shot uh, like I mentioned previously that's the reason why he did not commit to Lex Luthor in Batman versus Superman. This is also why he passed on Doctor Strange in the MCU because he does not like to commit to uh, multi-picture deals over the course of what could be a decade. Um, so yeah, I guarantee you the big in incentive for him to take this role was because it was like it's just going to be one movie, dude, and then you're done. So yeah, <laughs> again, I just just reiterating what I already said on the show. Uh, Todd Phillips confirmed as much this week. Uh, so yeah, Cliff, um, how do you feel about this? No, it was interesting because um, I don't know if you're familiar with this uh, YouTube channel, Screen Grapple, but um, mm -hmm. they were covering this news and they uh, they posed the question to fans and said, if I just want to put that there, if if mm -hmm. you could have Joke um, Joker and Batman meet in this movie, like how would you do it? And, like, fans came up with, like, the craziest ideas. And one of them was mm -hmm. actually, because um, obviously we know Thomas Wayne is going to be in this movie. They um, mm -hmm. they had it where, like, Thomas Wayne would take up Batman and he would hunt down Joker, which I legit was like, that's cool. Yeah, kinda. yeah. I, I've actually heard, I've heard a similar theory posed, but I can't remember who it was. But somebody said, uh, maybe this movie sets up, not Flashpoint, obviously, but a Flashpoint-esque universe where Bruce Wayne dies as a result of whatever uh, revolution this version of the Joker seems to be inciting. Um, yeah. And then that, that turns Thomas Wayne into Batman, and that that's the conflict. And, like, that's cool. I'm not saying that's not cool. That's very cool. I would definitely be on board to see that. But, I mean, um, I, I honestly don't think that's gonna happen <laughs> no like, it's yeah. not going to 
I like no. there was another fan that said um it should be the setup for Batman, right? So like the new Batman we got coming up in 2021 that um at the end, right, of the movie, you would have Thomas Wayne and his wife walking through with Bruce, and they would get gunned uh-huh. down, and that would kickstart why Batman does why, what Batman does. So I was like, I find that kind of interesting. I was like, that's cool. Because even though he said, like, they're not going to be in a movie together, it doesn't mm-hmm. mean that it can't be the kick point for this, for the rest, right? We don't know, because we obviously haven't seen the movies yet, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, kind well, of cool and, play with know, that idea. But you bring up a good, you bring up a good point because I, uh, he recently, when the film was having its premiere at uh, Venice, someone asked him if there was a possibility of a sequel, and he said, "I mean, there could be. I mean, I'm not quoting him directly. I'm paraphrasing, but he he said something to the effect of like, you know, he he would, he would love to work with Joaquin again, and he said, you know, Joaquin is crazy. He, I'm sure he'd be game to to do anything, but you know, it, it just depends on whether or not they could come up with a story or not. So who knows? We might see this version of the Joker again, but I guarantee you it's not going to be like, uh, he's not going to meet up with Robert Pattinson's yeah. Batman. I guarantee you that much they're going to stick to because um, let's not forget, you know, young Bruce Wayne is in this movie. Right. <laughs> you know, we've seen him in the trailers. So, uh, you know. Uh, but you know, I just you, like I said, the point I want to bring this up is because like I I've been saying this since this movie was first announced. Everybody's like, oh, this is gonna be our new Joker. Uh, nah. This is gonna be our permanent Joker. And it's like, no, nope. no, he's not. I mean, whether you love him or you hate him, whether you like it or not, Jared Leto is still our DCEU Joker. Uh, I say that because I have to remind you all, we saw his Joker in set photos on Birds of Prey. So, I thought you were yeah. going to say that Jared Leto mm-hmm. is our Joker because Heath Ledger is dead. <laughs> no. <laughs> that, Although, you know, that's not... Um, it's not an like accurate statement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, it's not like that's not true. <laughs> but <laughs> So many fans are going to hate funny, you for though, that. I, I was actually... I was actually having a conversation about Jared Leto and his his take on the Joker. I'm, this might be a whole another episode altogether, but um, and honestly, I wouldn't mind if we do a, a, an episode where we break this down because I was talking about how whether or not you enjoyed his performance or you thought he he turned in a great performance. I read a lot of interviews he did while he was shooting the film and he, while he was promoting Suicide Squad. He did a lot of. Um, he clearly he Jared Leto clearly understands the Joker. He clearly understood the character. Um, now, again, whether or not that translated to a good performance. Yeah, we can have that conversation that, that I'm not saying either or, but he clearly understood that character. Um, I can point to quotes and whatnot where it's like when I read those interviews, I was like, OK, he gets it. He gets it. Oh. Um, and it, like I said, I we might. We might do a whole episode just talking about that because uh, I had this great conversation with somebody else earlier in the week where that's exactly what we did. And uh, I was like, man, why weren't we recording this? But uh, so, yeah, we, we might get into that eventually. But um, I think there is – I honestly think like if we, get, if we gave Jared Leto another shot, 
and like we didn't chop the hell out of his performance, I guarantee you there's something there that people would really like. I guarantee you. Oh, yeah. I think, okay, so we'll definitely touch on that, but I 100% agree (laughs) with you about Jared Leto. Um, Because I can point back, um, I don't know if you saw when he was on uh, Jimmy Fallon, and he said Mm. that, he's like, hey, Joker wanted me to bring you this gift, so here Mm. you go. And he he Mm. fucking gave him a coral snake, and Jimmy Fallon hates snakes. He freaked (laughs) out because of it. Yeah, <laughs> one of well, my that's exactly things. what I'm talking about. It's like because cause you remember, like clearly you remember, uh, he was doing weird stuff like that, like while they were shooting the movie and even while they were promoting the movie. And it's like he clearly understood that that's the Joker's game, whether it's intimidating people or making them uncomfortable, just being unpredictable. That's the Joker right there, and Jared understood that. Um, again, whether or not that came across on screen, that's a whole other conversation we can have another day. But like, there's no denying he understood the character. <laughs> so, oh yeah, without a doubt, I 100% agree with that. Cause I think didn't he put like a dead fish in someone's trailer? Like he he sent the cast a dead pig. Yeah, and it's funny because if you watch the extended cut of Suicide Squad. This is confirmed. They actually used the dead pig in the movie. There's a scene where a bunch of the Argus soldiers have to feed Killer Croc, and they drop uh, a pig, a dead pig, into his cell. That's the dead pig that Jared sent the cat. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it, it's crazy, man. Like, he did, you know, like I said, like, uh, and he isolated himself from the majority of the cast because he really, he was trying to create a persona and a presence that was intimidating and menacing. And I think he succeeded because if you uh, read interviews with a lot of the other cast members, they say like, oh, we were like legitimately worried that he had gone off the deep end. And um, like even Scott Eastwood, who's, who apparently is really good friends with Jared Leto, he was like, I, I, I was legitimately uh, freaked out by some of the stuff he did. Yeah, it wasn't so, like uh, I think there was like an article on Newsweek that was talking about castmates fear that he's gone off like he's Ledger did. Like it was, yeah. I remember, I remember reading all that. I was like, yeah, he's fucking <laughs> nuts. <laughs> yeah, like he he went for it, man, and I applaud that. Like he swung for the fences, man. He really did. And I I I really think like, dude, I really wish we could do. We need to we need to plan a fanboys esque uh heist and break into Warner Brothers and find all that footage that they yeah. cut out of the movie because I guarantee you there's like I I feel so bad for, for Jared Leto I really do because I mean I liked his Joker I, I it's not my favorite but I liked it he there are moments in the movie where he legitimately comes across as like I always point to that scene where uh, he meets uh, Ike Barinthold's character, and he holds out his hand, right? And then he like kisses his ring, and then he's like, he gets like he gets real close into him. He's like, I could tell you really meant that. Like he was just messing with him. Yeah, <laughs> it's like that's totally a Joker thing to do. <laughs> but yeah, like uh, yeah, I yeah, I, I feel bad for him, you know, because 
it's tough to it was it was going to be an impossible task for anyone to be the first Joker after Heath Ledger, and then you know for like Joaquin Phoenix, like he's he's doing this movie and he's getting super positive reviews for his performance and yeah, man, I, I just feel bad for Jared. I really do. I really do. I, and like people don't forget Jared Leto is an Academy Award winning actor. It's not that he's a bad actor. He's not. He's a really talented actor. I just, I can't help but think that, you know, it was just bad circumstances uh, during the making of them. Yep. I agree. It's weird how we were talking about um, Todd Phillips' Joker and then we went on this whole side rant (laughs) about Jared Leto. But I mean, that's what we do. That's what we do. Yep. Uh, All right. Uh, uh, Cliff, do you have any final thoughts on this? On any uh, any of the subjects we just touched upon? I think for me, the only thing I really want to touch on is, and this is just really quick, and it's probably my new. I just didn't like all the tattoos for Jared Leto's mm-hmm. Joker. That mm-hmm. that's it. I thought his performance overall was really good. I liked it, but I just mm-hmm. couldn't get past like yeah. all this face tats and stuff. I was like, yeah, we know, we know already that, a lot about the Joker. We didn't need that. That's totally fair, man. That's totally fair. And it's funny because the conversation I had, I specifically touched on the tattoos where I said, like, I'm kind of on the opposite. I didn't mind the tattoos because, like, this is a Joker. We talked about it, how, like, in that universe, Batman and the Joker have had a 20-year history. Mm -hmm. And it's like, this is a Joker that's been in and out of institutions over 20 years. So it's like, I'm sure he would have at least one or two. Comic book Joker has a tattoo. He has that giant dragon tattoo on his back. Right. Um, but I agree. Like the face tattoos were bit, it, specifically the damaged tattoo across his forehead. That's the one where I'm like, all right, that's a bit much. Right. <laughs> it's like mm, that was gonna be my one too, because I like the J. I like the J. Yeah, I like the J. Yeah, I like that one. I love the tattoo on the back of the hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. But yeah, the, it's that stupid damaged tattoo. And even David Ayer said, like, if he had a chance to do it again, he probably wouldn't have put that one on. Right. And it's like, yeah, hindsight is twenty twenty. Right. It sure is. <laughs> I mean, it is. It is what it is. You know. But yeah, man, I I feel you. That's a totally valid. Uh, that's a totally valid opinion. But yeah, so <clears throat> that's uh, that's sort of a little mini rant. And like I said, I'm I'm sure we could do a whole episode, and maybe we will. Uh, people out there listening, let us know if you want to hear us do a whole uh, conversation and breakdown of uh, Jared Leto's Joker. We might do it. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's pay some bills, Cliff. Let's uh, let's let's get some advertising here. Uh, everybody out there listening to Nerds of the Roundtable, we love you. Hope we hope you love this show. Uh, but did you know that you can actually get paid just to listen to this podcast? Uh, sounds crazy, I know, but it's true. Uh, here's what you do. There's a, there's a great app out there called podcoin and it'll pay you to listen to our podcast any podcast here's how it works you listen to podcasts and you earn podcoin while you listen then you turn that podcoin in for gift cards at places like amazon or starbucks or if you're a good person and i hope that you are you could even donate that podcoin to charity the more you listen the more you earn cliff tell these people about podcoin so here's what you gotta do brother just go on your phone, go to your store, right? App Store, Google Play, whatever, and download PodCoin. Um, and then we got a special code just for you. So simply just write mm-hmm. the word 
nerds. That is N-E-R-D-S, like the Pharrell band back in 2000s. <laughs> so uh, you'll get 300 coins just for signing up. And if you listen to us long enough, there you can get a cappuccino at Starbucks or an Amazon gift card from your boys at Nerds of the Round Table. Um, so go ahead, go listen to this podcast or no, just this podcast. Don't worry about any other podcast. And uh, just sign up with the code NERDS. That's right. Use that code and uh, it'll change the way you listen to podcasts. I guarantee it. It's the only, it's the only way I listen to podcasts now. <laughs> All right. Uh, but genuinely and sincerely, check out Podcast. It's great. Um, so, yeah. So, Cliff, let's get into a news story. It broke this week and I immediately had to share it with you because I knew you were going to freak out over this. Uh <laughs> We got a uh, confirmation. Can I start this? Because uh, I, I, I don't know if you guys remember this. We touched on this briefly when we were talking about Disney+. Plus. Cliff was like, I hope so-and-so is going to be on it. We got some confirmation. Cliff, uh, take us there. Yeah. So we're going to talk about the Hawkeye story, right? Is that what we're getting into right now? I just want to put mm-hmm. this out there. Yep. Cool. Yeah, so... Our girl Haley Steinfeld. No, 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 that's not what we're getting into just yet. We're talking oh, about okay. The... Yeah, we're getting to the other one. Okay, so you can hear you know what I'm talking about. You can hear the pep in my voice right now, Mister Antonio. If I said to mm-hmm. you, "Does this sound familiar?" Dun dun. That sounds very familiar. That uh, song was my ringtone for, for a long time. <laughs> it's done horribly in my voice. I get it. But, uh, yo, so Disney Plus gave us such delightful news that all of our favorite Marvel comic cartoons are going to be attached to Disney Plus. So if you're wondering, yes, 1994's Spider-Man. Uh, we're also going to get 1994's Fantastic Four, uh, the Spider-Man and Friends. From the early 60s. We're also going to get X-Men from 1990s. Uh, pretty much if it came out. You're going to get it. Uh, I I just know that. I think I'm going to sit down with Kara. And just let her watch all the Spider-Mans. Personally because. <laughs> that was my series as well as X-Men. So. I don't know. That's, that was my jam. That was like big news. Yeah, man. Uh, it, it, well, and specifically, uh, the other, because uh, I don't know if you saw this, like I said, I tagged you in it. Um, they confirmed that the entire Disney Afternoon lineup is going to be on Disney Plus. That includes shows like Gargoyles, uh, DuckTales, Tailspin, Darkwing Duck, Chippendales, Rescue Rangers, uh, Gargoyles, and Goof Troop. These are shows that, oh my god, I loved these shows growing up in the 90s. Um but specifically, I wanted to bring up Gargoyles because I know this was a show that you loved, Cliff. Uh, oh, hell yeah. I, and I think like every 90s kid loved this show. It was so... Um, but yeah, all these shows are going to be available on Disney+. Plus. So, I mean, 90s kids, where are you at? We're going to be able to relive our childhoods. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, it's wild. That, really? It's wild, too, because they recently... Um talk to god bless his name from who played goliath in gargoyles yeah I was, I was keith david yes so they recently did an interview with him and he yeah. 
pretty much said, he's like, yeah, if they ever want to redo the show, I'm all in. I was like, you better be. You 100% better be. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at the quote right here. It said, um, he said, uh, we've wondered why we haven't come back to a reboot. I mean, I would love nothing more to revisit Goliath. He was absolutely one of my very, 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 very favorite characters. I've always maintained that when I grow up, I want to be like Goliath. That's a great quote. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm I'm with you, dude. Like if they, and this would be the way to do it. Absolutely, uh, reboot it here on Disney Plus, man. Like straight up, or not even a reboot, man. Just do a continuation. Right. That's what I want. I want a continuation. Like don't reboot it. Don't start over. Like if you're gonna have the original series here on your service, just do a continuation. Do a sequel. Like. For, for us, for the 90s kids who loved that show, like, do that. <laughs> but, Dude. yeah, man, I'm, I'm I'm super excited about it. I mean, like, as if I wasn't already going to pay for this service, I, like, they just basically confirmed, like, yeah, you, you guys got all the money in the wallet, for sure. <laughs> I wasn't sure. Did they confirm if the Mighty Ducks was going to be on? Um, Not that I read, but, I mean, fingers crossed. Hey, oh my god, that better be. Like I said, they were, they were supposed to be doing a, a Mighty Ducks live-action series, although I have not heard anything about it since that initial uh, announcement. So, I'm actually... We'll see. So aside, aside from, obviously, Gargoyles, which was like a childhood favorite, Spider-Man, mm. X-Men, I think my next favorite one I'm excited for is Darkwing Duck. Like, yeah, nobody else <laughs> killed it in purple. Other than the Joker. Yeah. Darkwing Duck's my dude. <laughs> Darkwing Duck was... That was another one of those that I used to watch every day after school. Every day. That's so cool to me. Uh, what was... Uh, what was... The homeboy, he was like half duck, half robot. What was his name? Oh, that's... um, guy named... Uh, like Gizmo, right? Giz- yeah, Gizmo. Oh god, I thought I was going to uh, Yeah, oh I loved that dude. <laughs> that was my dude right there. That was I'm show. You, I literally you, cannot you, believe you I forgot that. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, how could you forget? He was the coolest character on that show. Well, because I remember like right when you said it too, I was like, what was his name again? God dang it, I don't remember. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but I, yeah, I came around to it, man. I love it; it's such a good show. But yeah, man. So that's that's all gonna it, it that's all gonna be available at launch, correct? Yeah, that's what they've said. Awesome, awesome! Can't wait. Yeah, man. That's gonna be. That's... Um, I hope they. Yeah, I hope they confirm uh, more shows, more of the stuff that I grew up on, man. Because I mean. Look, the more the more of my childhood you can bring back, the the more of my money you're gonna have. So, Facts. <laughs> just bring them all back. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, and now let's get into the news that Cliff uh, was uh, about to get into. Let's get into it. Uh, so, this is from, uh, or at least the article I'm reading from, um, the Hollywood Reporter, and the headline on it: Marvel's Hawkeye series targets Haley Steinfeld. The actor would play Kate Bishop, protege to Jeremy Renner's Avenger. This is pretty cool, man. Like, I would have never, like, because um, I had heard some of the, the fan castings for Kate Bishop, and I was like, yeah, that could work, that could work. And, you know, 
Uh, I would have never thought Haley Steinfeld. Uh, not because I don't like her. I love her. You know, that's my girl right there. But it's funny. It's funny because when this when this news hit, I was kind of I was kind of bummed out because I was like, oh man, I was hoping she'd be a uh, live action Gwen Stacy. But then I remembered um, Sony and uh, Marvel broke up, and I was like, oh, she still can be. That's cool. All right, let's do it. Bring it on. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah, man. I'm I'm all for it, man. She's a fantastic actress. And, you know, she was in two of my favorite movies that came out last year. She, again, she was Gwen Stacy in Into the Spider-Verse, and she was uh, the star of Bumblebee. Um, so, yeah, like, uh, this girl can do no wrong in my eyes. So if, if she is Kate Bishop, again, this is not confirmed. Um, she has not even commented on it at all. So, um, you know, until we get an official announcement, you know, don't don't count your chickens before they hatch. But uh, yeah, Cliff, what do you what do you think about this? Yo, I love it. I love it. Like, like we were saying, right? So she had she was killing it in a box office last year. She actually killed it on the charts too because she had a couple mm-hmm. tracks drop, which were really good. Yeah. I I'm yeah, a huge fan of this. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm yeah. all in. Yeah, I'm in for it, man. I I love her. I love her. She's she's so good. Like and. To have seen the trajectory of her career, because she started out, people, I don't know if you guys remember this, she was like a child star. And now, and I, I mean, look at her go, man. It's impressive, man. I'm, 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 I'm so happy for her. Like all this, I wish you nothing but success, Haley. Love you. But yeah, so uh, let's see. I'm trying to, yeah, there's not a whole lot of details in this article, just you know, nothing we don't already know. But yeah, I mean, like this, this is this is super cool, man. I, I have no objection to. It. I, I mean, I did originally, but then it's like, oh yeah, man, yeah, yeah. she could do it. <laughs> so yeah, Cliff, uh, I know you said you're already in for it, but like, do you have any any like theories? Do you have anything, any other thoughts about this? I don't know because I've been kind of catching up with, um, so different YouTube channels were covering. Hawkeye, right? Just in general. And um, mm-hmm. there were certain things that were brought up, like, on the cast that I forgot about. And so, like, I'm kind of curious to see if it's going to be put into play. Like, I really want them to go back and touch on, like, Hawkeye's origin story. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, yeah. the brother and his parents and Trickster and the swordsman. Like, I want all that stuff to be brought back. And I want to see that all get implemented into Kate. So that mm-hmm. she becomes so so much the new Hawkeye, because obviously that's where we're going. But it's um, yeah. I don't know, man. Like I don't know what Disney has planned, and it's kind of worrying a little bit yeah. because obviously we're we're getting closer to when all these new movies are getting ready to launch. So I'm just I'm curious to see how this story gets pushed, and um, yeah, I want to see. I I I'd love to see obviously kate run with it and like i don't know eventually like have those confrontation points with um clint like she's like we know it's gonna happen yeah yeah man uh yeah i'm all for that man like everything you said <laughs> like you, yeah you nailed it you nailed it but yeah man i uh yeah <laughs> well said well done cliff you, you you left me with nothing to say so <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, man, I agree. I agree. And uh, if if like I said, if Haley is is our girl, yeah, I'm I'm in. Let's do it. Oh man, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to say the least. Cause oh here here's the thing that I wanted to say in in specifically in regards to Hawkeye the character. Um, because this is something that like they didn't even really touch on in any of the movies, and I'd like to see it uh, addressed in some way. Cause in the uh, in the comic books, Hawkeye, I don't know if people if a whole lot of people know that he's deaf actually so and i know there's no like there's no indication that that's the case in in the movie universe but like i don't know you could always explain that away like oh maybe shield gave him some experimental hearing aid that's implanted in his ear or something i don't know i just think that would be cool if they touch upon that in some some little way right yeah i mean that that's really the only thing that i have (laughs) you know it's like "Ah, that'd be cool to see it'd be cool for them to acknowledge that in some way but you know, well, we'll see. It doesn't seem like that's a priority to them, and you know that that's fine. Like I said, that seems to be something that only like hardcore, hardcore uh, comic book guys and girls seem to know about. So, yeah, you know, either way, either way, I just they, would like to see it. I know, I know, different universes had it where, like, one he was born that way. Two, it was like a concussion grenade. Other ones mm-hmm. have had like different ideas that came through with it. Has there been like an official one? Like, this is what happened according to. Not that I can remember. Like any like one spe- like definitive version. I, the one I seem to remember, and I'm not sure which one this was, but uh, the one I remember was like it was sort of a, yeah, like he was born with some kind of like degenerative hearing condition or something like that that's the one i remember and right. like you know it like it got worse over the years so yeah that's the one i remember so who knows? like i said they could always address it like if they do his origin and they do like flashbacks they could have it be like oh yeah he his hearing was going out but once he joined shield it's like oh yeah shield they got all this technology and whatnot. they they take care of that i right. just you know it would be nice to have that included in some way yeah, yeah, yeah. Because eventually we know, like, based on, like, Old Man Logan, uh, that comic yeah. series, we know that Hawkeye eventually goes blind. But yeah. he's still, like, a killer, so. Yeah. He's still he's still doing his thing, man. So, yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, like, you could even introduce that as a thing. Like, maybe that's why he he's uh, training a new Hawkeye, because it's like, oh, he's losing his sight. I don't know. Let's, you know... I mean, that would be it, it would cool. be really cool for them to see them do some of those things. I agree. I agree with mm-hmm. you. All right. So, yeah. Any any final thoughts on Hawkeye, Haley Steinfeld, any of that? No, I feel like we touched on everything. <laughs> right on. Uh, <laughs> let's get then. Let's get right into it, man. Because this was the the big piece of news that dropped this afternoon let's get into it james gunn finally officially announces the cast of the suicide squad that's right he posted on all of his social media today whether it was twitter or instagram i saw it on instagram uh but i'm looking at the tweet uh the comment he made is the same on all of them so you know whichever one you saw uh he posted an image with all the cast member names on it 
And uh, at the bottom, it has the Warner Brothers logo and the DC logo, and then right in the middle, the Suicide Squad. Now, let's go through this list because, boy, it's a lot bigger than I anticipated. <laughs> so right off the bat, we have David DeSmalchin. That's right. The You know you know him. I know him. We love him. David DeSmalchin. We knew he was in the movie, but here it is officially confirmed. And here we talked about this last week. We never had any official confirmation on this, but here it is. John Cena. Here it is, Cliff. We finally got that confirmation. Although, again, we still have no idea who he's playing. Uh, the list goes on. Jai Courtney returning as Captain Boomerang. Here's one. Joaquin Co- Co- Casio? Casio. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure who this person is. This is the first time I've ever read his name. <laughs> uh, and then we're Nathan Fillion. Again, rumored, but here officially confirmed. Joel Kinnaman returning as Rick Flagg. Myling No, again, I have no idea who this person is, but congratulations. Flula Borg, again, reported but not confirmed. Here's a surprise, well, not really a surprise. It wouldn't be a James Gunn picture without Sean Gunn. Uh, Juan Diego Bato, again, I don't know who this person is. Storm Reed, we heard rumors that this young lady was in the film, but here we are, confirmed. Uh, again, confirmed Pete Davidson, right there in the cast list. Confirmed Taika Waititi, Alice Braga, which that was a surprise to me, but a welcome one. I love Alice Braga. So, yes, welcome aboard. Thank you to everybody who made that happen. Uh, Steve Agee, who we... I, yeah, pretty sure he's playing King Shark. Again, uh, none of the characters are listed here, just the cast members. Uh Here's one that I'm gonna I I'm gonna butcher the pronunciation, so please forgive me. I apologize. Uh, Tinashi Kajis. I again, I'm sorry. I I apologize. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure who this person is either. Uh, Daniela Melchior, who we've heard uh, is playing Ratcatcher. Peter Capaldi, again reported but unconfirmed, but here it is confirmed. Julio Ruiz. Jennifer Holland, Viola Davis returning as Amanda Waller, Idris Elba, again, we still have no idea who this plays. Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn, and, of course, it would not be a James Gunn joint without the man, the myth, the legend. You love him, I love him, Mr. Michael Rooker. <laughs> so, Mary Poppins, y'all. The... Yes, Mary Poppins returns. <laughs> <laughs> Like I said, this was a, a much bigger cast list than I was expecting. Again, a lot of names that I don't recognize and a lot a lot of names that I was not expecting, but am happy to see them aboard. Uh, yeah, Cliff, what, what do you think about this? Because this is a massive list. What do you think about this? All right, so first things first, uh, Joaquin Casio, he was mm-hmm. the voice of Scorpion on... Um, mm-hmm. Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, so. Nice. Okay. All right. So and then we do you know could... him from something. All yeah. Right, cool. And then for those of you who watched the movie Hot Pursuit with Reese Witherspoon mm-hmm. and Sofia Verga, he was Vincent mm-hmm. in that movie as well. So it gives you kind of an okay. idea who he is. Um, right. Tennessee Kajasi, uh, um, mm-hmm. from Zimbabwe, but uh, P- 
people would know her from Powers. So if you guys were huge uh-huh. fans of that show, that's where you will find her. So all right, right on. But the cast to to say I'm excited about everybody on this cast because some people we don't know, some people we do. Um, but to see like John Cena in this, I love the fact that it yeah. says don't get attached to anyone. <laughs> like yeah, everybody's expendable. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the that's the thing. Like, um the tweet or the Instagram post, whichever one you saw, uh, the caption that James Gunn wrote with this image says, Don't get too attached. Hashtag the suicide squad. So yeah, I, I'm pretty sure a lot of these people are gonna die. <laughs> Everybody's so, getting whacked. <laughs> yeah. Every, so yeah, uh, I'd be I would be shocked if maybe five of these people survive the movie. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's crazy, super crazy. Uh, I heard a rumor today. Again, this is just a rumor, so do not report this as fact. Don't go around telling everybody that this is true because I don't know if it is. But uh, so last week we reported on Peter Capaldi and um, Pete Davidson possibly joining the cast today when i was talking with some of the you know some of the people i know uh somebody said peter capaldi might be playing vandal savage which that makes sense that makes a little more sense than mr freeze because uh if you remember he said his character was bald which vandal savage isn't typically bald but he said um the role required facial prosthetics and vandal savage has a lot of scars on his face, which would require uh, prosthetics. So I'm like, oh, okay, maybe that is who he's playing. And if so, that would make him the the, the villain of the piece. So, you know, that's that's something I heard. Again, I don't know if it's true. It's just an interesting idea that I thought I'd throw out. Um, yeah, man. Again, uh, Sean Gunn and Michael Rooker... Again, it wouldn't be a James Gunn joint without the two of them, so that's nice to see. Although we kind of already knew Michael Rooker was going to be in the movie. <laughs> we yeah. just don't know who he's playing. So, that's well, I mean, cool. That's cool. he's in every James Gunn movie. Or, yeah, anything that James Gunn is attached to, he's in. Yeah. yeah. Right, Burn. <sighs> Sorry. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. It, it, oh, man, I'm just looking at this. Again, like the the one that I saw on here that really surprised me was Alice Braga. If you if you guys don't know who she is, she was in I Am Legend with Will Smith. She's the 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 lady who kind of comes in towards the end of the movie. Uh, but she was also in um, Predators, which is you know she's great in that movie. She's great in everything I've seen her in. I'm just listing some of the ones you might know her. She's also supposed to be in that. Cliff, did you remember that they made that new Mutants movie? Yeah, you mean the one? Yeah, the one that got like shelves yeah. forever. Yeah, like we're probably never gonna see it now. Yeah, she was she was in that movie, um, but yeah, who knows if we're ever gonna see that movie? So I mean, and you know, it's it's this is probably great for her then. So you know, she gets to come play in the DC. But yeah, I I really like her. She's one of my favorite actresses working in the in the business right now. So yeah, man, a welcome surprise. So welcome aboard. This is, uh, I'm not going to lie, man. Like, um, this might be my most anticipated DC film after Joker. So, 
Yeah, man. I'm, I'm really excited. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. I 100% agree with you about once Joker comes out, like, this has to be the next movie to, to like, get ready for it because, yeah. you know, then what else we have going on, really? Like, the Eternals, <laughs> right? I mean, I think that's... But, yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, like, there are definitely movies I'm looking forward to, but this one, the hype around this one is just so all-encompassing that it's just, like, just... Guys, just wake me up when the movie's in theaters and I'll be there, okay? <laughs> like, I don't even need to see the trailer. Don't need to see it. I mean, I'll watch them. Don't get me wrong. But I'm just saying, if I could just go to sleep and then wake up when the movie hits theaters, that would be great. <laughs> so, yeah, man. I, yeah. I, I know we talked about this last week, but how insane is it that Taika Waititi is going to be in this movie? You mean, you mean gay Hitler? <laughs> yes, gay Hitler. <laughs> How insane is that? Like that that's I can't help but think that that's that's got to be like the Marvel guys and the DC guys. That has to be them talking to the fans like, "Hey, we can all get along and play together. Like it's fine. It's fine." And yeah, I think we need more of that in this world because there are still a lot of people on both sides who are like trying to to be like, no, ours is better and yours sucks. And it's like, guys, come on, we're all nerds. We're all nerds here. Can't we all just get along? No. So, yeah. Because Waititi's going to die in this movie. I'm calling it right oh, I, now. Oh, yeah. Oh, I guarantee you. Yeah, he's going to be, he's probably going to be a one scene. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if this movie opens like a, like a Bond movie where it opens with a completely separate mission right and a completely different team and then everybody on that first team just dies right like that would be Taika Waititi that would be Pete Davidson uh who <laughs> who knows some of these other people like I don't, I don't know but yeah I'm sure the, I'm sure those people are on borrowed time <laughs> I want like comedic way for characters to die like I want to see mm-hmm. Waititi like hold a pistol and then be like what is this and then He's like, there's no real rounds in here, and fires one into his mm-hmm. face, and that's how he takes himself <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. kind of like yeah, a... no, I would, I wouldn't doubt it. I'm like, that's definitely, I, I'm sure that's gonna happen. <laughs> I could... Although, like, since we're since we're talking about it, uh, I've been hearing certain fans, uh, some of their fan theories about like, because you know, like Jai Courtney and uh, Joel Kinnaman are returning returning members from the, the first film. And people are like, I think they're bringing those characters back to kill them off. I really hope that's not the case. I mean, regardless of how you felt about that first movie, Captain Boomerang is a a major Flash villain. And I I hope they don't kill that character before we actually get the Flash movie. Um, and Rick Flagg, Rick Flagg is like, a really important character to the Suicide Squad. Like he's just as important as uh, as Amanda Waller. So please do not kill those two characters off, please. Um. Yeah, that's just sort of my thing. Cause like you know, being a, a comic book purist, it's like don't don't waste those characters, man. They're. I get that most people didn't like the first movie, but like, come on, don't bring them back just to kill them. Off. That's all <laughs> I'm saying. Cause the one thing I heard from most people is like. 
even if they didn't like the movie, I like we all kind of agree Jai Courtney stole the show. Like his performance as Captain Boomerang is is phenomenal. I yeah. So that's just that's just my little rant. <laughs> I just want like I'll be honest, I want the I want the same scene that Will Smith had as Deadshot with Waititi mm-hmm. where he walks up and he's just like there's no real guns. There's no real ammo in here. It's just, yeah. it's just fake ammunition. Watch, and he just pops himself. <laughs> like, oh, okay, all right. <laughs> apparently, it was real. Because then, like, if this is supposed to be like kind of like a prequel to everything, right? Like from what we've understood, like some of the rumors have said it's going to be kind of a prequel. Um, it would be funny because then, like Captain Boomerang, you know. It would make sense cause if you saw like in if we saw that scene with Deadshot where then none of them would be surprised because they're like yeah we've seen this test before. It would just be kind of like a mm-hmm. nice payoff to like those little jokes. I just yeah I think it would be fun. I don't know. I'm stupid though. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also I also want to throw out. Um, I heard I heard from a very trusted source. I'm not gonna say who it is, but this person has deep connections in, in the in the industry. I heard from someone uh we were talking last week about Nathan Fillion. Uh like he you know like he, he has a history with DC he, he voices Green Lantern a lot. And so people are like maybe he's playing Green Lantern in the movie and it's like why would Green Lantern be in the Suicide Squad movie? Uh someone told me he's like that it might be a possibility. He didn't elaborate but he was like it plays with a piece of information that I heard regarding another movie. And I was like, okay, that's interesting. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And honestly, at this point, I don't know what to expect. So just putting that out there, this person and another person also, I'm going to drop this one. Uh, this person and another person, they both have connections to the industry. They also kind of told me that um, Matt Reeves, the Batman starring Robert Pattinson might indeed be the long Halloween. So take that however you will. That's just what I heard from uh, some of my peeps. Cliff, what do you, how does that, how does that move you? I can't wait. Like the more that we're getting closer to talking about Batman and the possibility of like all the interactions that are going to be happening. And I would, I can't wait. Especially if we're doing the long yeah. Halloween. I can't wait. Yeah, yeah. Long Halloween is one of my favorite uh, comic books. One of my favorite Batman stories. And it's funny. I was like, oh, I should reread that this year. Because I haven't read it in a while. Uh, but yeah, man. I, I really want to. If that's what they're doing for the movie, I'm hyped. I'm in. Yeah, Let's do it. Let's do that. <laughs> So, yeah, man, that's pretty much the news. Cliff, did you have anything else you wanted to touch on before we before we get into TV time? No, actually, I'm, I'm good. All right, then let's get right into it. We had a new episode of Titans, and it was... Boy, was there a lot of... Um, there was a lot of... Um, uh, this episode, to me, felt like a giant chess game. You know, it was like like moving all the pieces into place uh, because, like, clearly at the end of uh, last week's episode, it's like, oh, like, 
Slade's back in the game, and he's he's got to maneuver everybody exactly where he wants them. And that's what he was doing this episode. Like, whether, whether it was him directly or... Because obviously it was Slade who broke uh, Dr. Light out of prison. But he did so because he knew he could use Dr. Light to move certain members of the Titans back together. Uh, so, yeah, man, this episode felt like it was just Slade, you know, moving chess pieces on a board. Uh, what did you think, Cliff? That makes a lot more sense than what I thought. So I'm 100% like on board with the board and being played. But then again, yeah. you know, it almost looked like, I don't know, because like there's a, there a scene where it looked like Dick knew exactly what was going on. And he was just like, all right, I'm going to take that really quick and see what happens. Yeah. Oh, I, I guarantee you Dick knows. Like he knows this is Slade's game. Uh, whether or not he shares that information with the rest of the team is, uh, I don't know. I don't know if he will. He should. That would be the smart thing to do. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm pretty sure he knows. Like, I guarantee you he knows Rose is Slade's daughter. Uh, why else would he have gone out to try? And... Um, but yeah, man, it, like, like to me, it was very clear. Like he, Slade broke Dr. Light out of prison and then Dr. Light, you know, he he did what he did to that poor kid and um, destroyed uh, Hawk and Dove's place because he, Slade knew that if that happened, they would have no choice but to go back to uh, Titan's Tower, which they did refer to it as Titan's Tower in this episode. Uh, they would have no choice but to go back there. And, like, he's clearly trying to get them all back together, you know, so that they'll all be in one place right where he was. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like, that That to me is clear. Again, like, I think you're right. I think Dick knows. But, again, whether or not he uh, shares that information with everybody else, like, that is yet to be seen. Well, because it is noted that other members do know who mm-hmm. who it is. And I want to say, like, yeah. what's going on. But other people do realize that there there might be something bigger going on. And so they're yeah. like, obviously we gotta wait till next week to find out. But um, no, I thought this episode, it was weird because at first when I th- when I thought the episode through, I was like, you know what, I was gonna give it like eight and a half, eight point seven five, like it was a mm-hmm. good episode, like pretty mm-hmm. solid, gave you a lot of information. But I was like, overall, I was just yeah. like, I oh, just I don't know what I felt, but clearly, like, just even you saying that small reference and like. Yeah, this would probably be a nine, nine point two five, and like now, like yeah. the game begins. I'm like, hell yeah, I'm in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's kind of because when I first watched the episode, I was like, it didn't seem like a whole lot of important stuff happened. But then, like, I sat there and thought about, it, and I was like, you know, I again, I came to that realization. Oh, this is Slade moving all the pieces into place. Like, okay, I see what he's doing here. Um, and I also have some other theories. Um, I'm wondering if if they're going to do a version of the Judas contract, but without Tara, and Rose is going to take that place. Because I feel like I feel like he sent Rose, right? Like to to get their attention. Yeah. Um, and like she's going to be the sleeper agent, right? So I feel like that might be what's going on, and. Um, 
if that's the case, I'm interested to see how that plays out. So, yeah, um, I, I actually really enjoyed this episode, you know, uh, upon reflection and, and, like, figuring out just what was going on. Also, like, they've gotten really good at the, the cliffhanger endings <laughs> this <Yeah>. year. <laughs> you know? Like, because final, those final moments in this episode was like, oh, oh shit, son. <laughs> like, like, it's on. <laughs> so, yeah, like, um, yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait to see what happens next. I'd give this a... Yeah, probably a nine nine point two five. Like you said, I'd probably give it the same. It yeah. solid it, episode, real solid. But like I said, it, it it seems to be doing a lot of setup. So yeah, what I do like though, and I have to have to put this in there, was the um the interaction between uh Jason and uh Dick. Like yeah, I'm trying to fight with this blindfold. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> bruh. <laughs> Dick was so smooth with everything. <laughs> <laughs> he was, yeah, yeah. That was dope. That was a great scene. I also liked the when uh, Jason was kind of he hit me over the. It's like you said, don't hold back. <laughs> like, <laughs> that was great. I love that. They really do seem like this weird, like dysfunctional family of kids. Well, uh, something that I noticed I too. It's it yeah. Between the first episode of season two and this episode, mm-hmm. three months have passed by. Yeah. So, like, a lot of pieces yep. have been moving around. It's interesting to see. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And we didn't get for no... Sure. And the... I was going to say, we didn't yeah, get oh, no, ahead, like... That, that's where I was going to. Go ahead. I was going to say, we didn't get no three months later thing pop up. It was just, like casually said i was like wait what <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah yeah that was that was interesting i was like oh man three months and especially because what was it somebody said something about like oh i didn't i i didn't think it would be this thing. oh when dick was talking to to rachel and he was like you know or somebody somebody said something about like I knew we'd be we'd be adding new people. I just didn't think it would be this soon. It was like three months, really? That that's too soon. All right. right. <laughs> like that was a weird little inconsistency to me. But yeah, uh, well, there were some other like really great little moments in the episode that I really really enjoyed. Dove. I'm kind of blanking on right now. What's that? Dove. Everything with Dove. Yes. Dove is. That was a great. Dove is life. That was a great. Yes. <laughs> That was a great scene. I loved it. I loved that she made she made homeboy narc on himself and his friends. That was <laughs> yeah, that shit was that was amazing. That was a great scene. I loved it. But I thought the openness I mean, to... of yeah Hawk. I got to say that the openness mm-hmm. of Hawk was amazing. And uh, yeah, like at first, yeah, like I, I remember last season, I was like, I don't really care so much about Hawk. Like I kind of <laughs> wanted. Kind of want Dove to be like, I'm gonna go kick it with Robin, but um, this season though, like I don't know, I feel like there's like a big shift in his character because you mentioned it last week. We talked about the big brother role with uh, Jason, yeah. and then like yeah. we just kind of saw that grow more in this mm-hmm. in this, and uh, there was that openness with Dove, and I was like, and I want to talk about talk about it, just understand that like, you you feel more of what Hawk is all about now. Yeah. And it's like, it's amazing. I like it. 
Yeah, yeah, I I totally agree with you, man. Like the his character has clearly grown from where he was in season one, uh, and that's it's really cool, really great. Yeah, I agree with everything you just said. Like, yeah, like seeing him take a different um, approach to how he's living his life, and yeah, it's nice, really nice. Shout out to um, Alan Richson because I don't know if I ever mentioned this on the show. Um, he, it's funny, Alan Richardson played uh, Aquaman on Smallville. So <laughs> that's pretty cool to see him get another superhero role. So, especially like even in the DC universe, like that's pretty cool. But yeah, he's always been one of my favorites. Um, so yeah, like, yeah, I, I, I dig that they gave him an actual character arc, which is nice. It's a nice change. I, I agree. I agree. Uh, also, the other thing that I wanted to touch upon because again, I don't think I ever mentioned this. Um, we got that cool like stakeout with uh, Donna and Corey, and uh, that was cool. The, the sort of the the girls' night out about fighting crime, which was really, really cool. But also, <laughs> we we do see sort of a setup for what's going to happen with uh, Corey later on this season. Because I forgot, but we're supposed to see her sister Blackfire this season. Like, they have an actress cast to play the part. So we do see sort of the beginnings of that, because clearly someone else from Tamaran has come to Earth, and he was looking for her. Uh, so, And I guarantee you it was because of um, her sister's bidding. She clearly was like, uh, go retrieve my sister, or some, something like that. But yeah, man, I'm excited to see where that goes. I do like the... I did like the girls' night, the girls' night out. It definitely felt mm-hmm. um, Teen Titans, like kid it Teen Titans. Did, yeah. I was yeah. very much about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it really did. I agree. Um, yeah, but yeah, I just I I enjoyed this episode like a lot. So yeah, good uh, good episode. Can't wait for next next uh, next week. Do we have an episode on a, a title on next week's episode? I. I know we do. I just didn't see what it was called. Yeah, I totally forgot to check what it was. Cause I'll be honest, I got up, I was watching an episode, and I had to go pick up my kid. So it was like I watched it, hit the stop button, ran yeah. out the house. <laughs> yeah. See, like that. Well, oh, oh it's called Ghost. Oh, yeah, that'll be interesting. Have no idea what that's referring, unless. This is when we're going to get into uh, the history with Slade and the Titan. That might be what that refers to. But yeah. So yeah, next week, episode three of season two, Ghost. Everybody be on the lookout because this show is just, they're killing it this season so far. I mean, they killed it last season. (laughs) And, uh, you know, DC Universe has been killing it with all their original content. So yeah, man, I can't wait to see can't wait to see what happens uh, in the following weeks because uh, like I said they've, they've been setting up everything so well um, and yeah we didn't even talk about like uh, Bruce Wayne was in this episode uh, again uh, which is something I wasn't expecting you know like I didn't expect to get him back to back weeks and we did so that was pretty cool would you do it again um, yeah wouldn't change anything about it make the same decision every time yeah that was great powerful that was really good yeah that was 
<laughs> I yeah, I got a little, I felt a little uh, tug on the heartstrings there when, when he said that. Bless you, Bruce. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, man, I I really loved the episode. So, yeah, yeah. All right, so, um, yeah, I think we both agreed nine point two five out of ten. Yeah. All right. Uh, I guess that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, Cliff, uh, let everyone know where they can find you online. So you guys can find me on all your favorite social media platforms. So uh, Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok now was a new one I added on. Mm-hmm. Um, CM underscore Miller 85. Um, you can also find it on Reddit as well. Um, other things that you guys can find me on. So you can find me here. Nerds of Roundtable, of course. You guys can find me on Franken Culture's Frankensteiner, and you can catch me on Get the KO. Uh, just show us some love. Actually, and we have the YouTube channel up too now for uh, Get the KO. So be yeah. on the lookout. Go check that out. Give a like, subscribe, comment. You know the drill. That's right. That's right. Go, go show them all the love, man. Because like I always say, this, but Cliff is super busy, and he he deserves the. He deserves all the love out there for uh, all the work he puts in. So, yeah, go throw him a follow. Go throw him some likes, all the likes in the world. Uh, like I said, Swag was not here this week. But, you know, again, go check him out. Mr. Swagtastic on YouTube. He's, I guarantee you he's uploading uh, footage from that beta. <laughs> so go check it out. Go check him out. And, uh, of course, I am Antonio Padilla. You can find me on – oh, boy, this gets uh, this gets bigger and bigger every time. Okay, you can find me on Twitter. Uh, Vero TikTok at Tron Pilgrim. You can find me on Snapchat and Instagram at Tron Pilgrim 87. As always, you can find me here on Nerds of the Roundtable on anchor.fm slash nerds. We are available on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and anywhere podcasts are available. And of course, do not forget to check us out on Podcoin. Uh, that's going to do it for us today. Join us next time. Same nerd time, same nerd channel. Good night, folks. Mm-hmm.